You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey there, Nerd Clan. Head on over to scotlandshop.com to get your friend or loved one or heck, even yourself the most authentic Scottish gifts like tartan blankets, scarves, or even hats for yourself just for for the season to love on yourself. Tis the season of love. And I got to be real with you. There's no love like self-love, okay? <laughs> we need to take care of ourselves Especially first. when it's snowing in Texas. Oh my, we, everyone needs a tartan blanket right now. <laughs> everyone needs it in their life just to give you that little bit of cozy. Maybe you can just pretend that... Jamie Fraser is wrapping this around you. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Best of all, you can actually use the coupon code OUTLANDERCAST to get 15% off your purchase. Once again, it is scotlandshop.com. Coupon code OUTLANDERCAST. A land that is cut through with rocks and mountains that weave like some kind of tartan kilt. I knew you were going to go there. Which is called... Scotland. Scotland. We're going on the trip of a lifetime. We've spent a lot of time here, obviously, shooting Outlander. What is portrayed in the show is truthful Mm. in many ways. Time travel is truthful. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't necessarily thinking of the time travel bit. Story of two men who know nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. I cannot believe that this was your idea of a good time. This is a great example of amazing Scottish seafood. The soldiers would dance the swords before they went into battle. The origination of Highland Games would come from the clan. This land tells a story of its people. Thank you for having us, Captain. Oh, you take us back to shore, that would be great. Make it so. Make it so? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Have you been waiting all day to say that? Yeah. That is impressive! Yes! Here's to Scotland. <laughs> Men. In kilts. Men in, in kilts. Kilts. A road trip with Sam McGrath. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander and Men in Kilts on Stars. And welcome, my name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. 
And I desperately, desperately, desperately want to go to Scotland now. I mean, we like, always we wanted to go to Scotland. Yeah, but like even more now. But the drooling that we did over last night's episode of Men and Kilts over just Scotland. Oh, man. What are we doing sitting around here for? We are going to plan our trip so perfectly well. Yes. We're going to know everything we want to do, everything we want to eat. Especially after watching Men in Kilts. Oh, my goodness gracious. Just sign me up for the Men in Kilts tour. Absolutely. I'll take the Outlander tour and then the Men in Kilts tour. Let's do it. Do I get to roll in barley? Hope not. <laughs> I'm gonna be not finding either. that stuff in you for weeks. Goodness gracious! <laughs> Places that you never knew you to think to Seriously. look. Seriously. <laughs> well, before we get into the rest of this episode and delve deep into men and kilts, which sounds so naughty. Oh, hey girl! <laughs> I didn't even mean to, but I did. Oh, I went there. Hold on. That's what she said. Mm. Yeah. Before we get into the rest of this episode, we wanted to remind you that you can actually follow Blake and myself and subscribe to this podcast. If you are not a podcast person and you're watching this somehow on social media, head on over into a podcast app. Hit that subscribe button. It's yep. where we're at, man. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all by just searching Mary and Blake. We also have a wonderful, wonderful group of people at jointhenerdclan.com. Who, from the goodness of their hearts, pledge to help make sure that shows like this continue. You can become an official Nerd Clan member, get great benefits, bonus episodes, premium podcasts such as Keep Calm and Crown On, our Crown podcast. And uh, our next podcast is coming out, chosen by the listeners at jointhelearnnerdclan.com. Lots of great things. And if you're brand new to us because you found us because of the show Men and Kilts, we want to welcome you here. Oh, there's one other thing, Mary, that's at jointhenerdclan.com that Tell just me. started today. Oh, oh yeah. Today. What is it? The Bridgerton Book Club. Oh, yes. Bridgerton Mary's Book, Book Club. Club. Mary's Book Club. Woo! Come on, get the branding right. Okay, Mary's Book Club. Featuring where... Bridgerton, the Duke and I. Yes, yes. So if you <laughs> binged Bridgerton just like I and Blake did, and by the way, we have a Bridgerton podcast, um, and if you wanted to read the Duke and I, good luck getting your hands on that copy because they have been sold out. you got to wait a little while, but you can get it on Kindle, you can get the audiobook, or you could, you know, ask a friend if they have it. Sure, why not? Or just be on the waiting list at your local bookstore. Or, or get the digital version. That's what I meant. Oh. Kindle. Oh. Where, where you, you know been? what? How to tell when the hosts aren't listening. It's okay, we're married. I'm used to it. <laughs> um, I am starting a chapter by chapter read along. It actually started today. It is only, it is exclusively at jointhenerdclan.com. So for as little as $2 a month, you get to support all of our podcast endeavors. Keep this independent podcast thing going. We've been doing it seven years strong. Love Outlander. Love Men and Kilts. All right, let's get into this show. Blake, break it on down for me. Well, there's not a whole lot of detail to go over because really this is not the the typical podcast I know. that we do. But I will say that the title of episode one, the premiere of Men and Kilts, is Food and Drink. Hmm. And it's apropos because it was all about food and drink. So, Mary, we tend to do kilt ratings and GBGs. I do think it's still fair to do that. It would be weird to not do a kilt rating I know. for a show called Men in Kilts. Well, because I was thinking, like, do we do kilt ratings? And I was like, well, we, maybe we should change it up because it is men, men, men in Kilts. And then I was thinking, okay, well, should it be whiskeys? Should it be scotches? And I was like, no. That's stupid. How yeah. many kilts? Yes. It's, it's called Men in Kilts. So we rate the episodes on a one to five scale, one being the worst, burr. Yes. And then five being, that was some dang good. You know what? That was great. 
That was great. Sign me back up. I'm going to rewatch it again and again and again. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we also do our GBGs, our good, our bads, and our greats for the episode. So, friends who are watching online, now is your time to let us know your kilt rating on a scale of one to five and also your GBGs. Um, my kilt rating was a 4.95. Wow. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Wow. Does, yeah. does it deserve an outstanding, Mary? Or, I mean, are that's we short a five of, plus. Yeah, we're short of an outstanding here. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's fair. 4.95, guys. That's, I'm in. That's that's pretty aggressive. Oh, you watch this over and over and over. Wow, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take it. 4.95. That, that's... How about you, Blake? Uh, you know, I'm going to give it a 4.1. Okay. And for those of you who are once again new to Blake and I, Blake's a harsh critic. I... <sighs> I, are. You are. You know, I am a harsh critic. I actually quite enjoyed it. It yes, felt you good. Did. It, felt, it was fun to watch. Uh, there was some. There was some really great back and forth between Sam and Graham. Uh, but I feel like, you know what? It was a little rushed, and not rushed in that it was a short episode. Okay. Rushed in that there was just a lot to pack in, and it's so very slick. You know what I mean? It's very produced, which I, I suppose is a good thing. Um, but it, you know, in the in in the the uh, the grand scheme of it, I would put a four one. There's some there are some things here that didn't work out well, but there are lots of things that did, and I appreciate it, and it was a lot of fun to watch. So I will. Uh, I'll take care of that. I so. need to give a shout out Denise Smollett, who's watching us live right now. She said she's giving it a four point eight. Lost. Two, the point two. Yes. Due to a lack of men actually wearing kilts. That is actually a fantastic point, Denise. Denise is bringing it today. Good job. Good job, girl. (laughs) So uh, your GBG, Marvin. Um, What do you got for your for your GBG that you're good and you're bad? And you're great. For the episode. All right. So my good is I just love these two. So for those of you who don't know, Blake and I have been also reading the companion book, Clan Lands. I'm actually reading the book and listening to the audiobook. Blake is just listening to the audiobook. So we're spending a lot of time with Graham and Sam. Lots of time. Yeah. (laughs) In addition to just Outlander playing on my television frequently in the background, now I've got them reading an audiobook and now we're watching them on the screen. I just really, really love the bromance between. Yes. Graham and Sam and to see it also on screen knowing all of the extra banter that we've been able to read in the book mm-hmm. it's just a treasure just an absolute treasure yep, yep. and as an extrovert who's been feeling very lonely and like I haven't really seen friends I feel like I'm seeing two of my friends that I've been you know just able to chat over the phone with now it's like I get to see them sure if only I could hug them my bad <laughs> my 4.95 that like 0.05 was the rolling in the barley Yes. I'll get into it. It was just like, it was, A, it felt like, ew, someone's going to drink that, and you're going to get it stuck in in your boots, which he did. But then it was just this slow motion thing that I know was meant to be funny and like, oh my God, you're just so cute. But it just lasted a little too long where I was like, how much did Sam have to pay Graham to do this? Because- I don't think Graham would have really wanted to roll around in there Marley. There is zero chance he actually wanted to and do And the that. way they wanted to dive into it, you expected it to be deep, but it was just like the floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was the only moment in the show where I looked at Blake and I was like, this is going on a really long time. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I get what they were going for. My great, and once again, I only took off a 0. 0.05, so, for, so it's not that, that bad. Um, my great was watching them eat. Yes. I cannot eat scallops. No, you cannot. I wanted to eat that big scallop <laughs> in the worst so badly. Way. <laughs> and I don't like scallops. I can't stand the smell of scallops. Scallops are actually my maiden name's crest. Like mm-hmm. the my maiden name is Earl, and the Earl family crest are three scallop shells. Yes. Yep. I can't eat scallops because I'm incredibly allergic. I wanted to eat Graham's scallop <laughs> with a like pastry thing around it. Dang, yeah. sign me up. Watching them eat on so many levels. Made me happy. Yep. <laughs> How about you? What's your GPT? All right, for me, the good. Uh, oddly enough, uh, the production value. Uh, it was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Agreed. It was... Beautiful. Like, like Okay, so the difference that I'm saying between, between my bad and this... Well, I'm sorry. The like the one of the reasons why I'm giving it a 4.1 is that it was very slick. It, it almost felt staged. But the production value of the show, the the, the shots, beauty the of beauty it. of it, it, and like the the um the the like all of the different sweeping, co- like sweeping shots and like the, the B roll, even like all of like the cards that they used to like for all of the, the animation all cards, the animation yes! and everything was really good, and the editing also was. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with all of the Outlander bits that were yeah. put in to emphasize a point or to make a joke or whatever. That that kind of slick production is something that's good. The bad, however, like you, Mary, and this is the this is the staged <laughs> part of it where it doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, is Sam and Graham jumping into the barley? Like the initial part of it was actually kind of fun. Yes, I didn't. I didn't believe that they would do that, but it was just very staged and it was very long. Like I can believe Sam saying, don't you just want to jump into it? I believe sweet little childish Sam was like, I really kind of just want to dive in it. Can I? Yes. Can can I just do it? Can I just do it? And then being told, sure. Yeah. And then them doing it. And then it just took a little too long. It was kind of like the Hobbit trilogy. Just took (laughs) a little too long. You could tell Peter Jackson was just stretching it a little bit. And I feel like they stretched it a little bit with the barley. Uh, the same thing goes too with like the oh yeah, we're gonna leave you guys to do uh, sixteen rows. Like obviously they're not gonna make Sam and Graham do six. So it's like it's obviously staged. I don't want to see obviously staged things. Like Sam and Graham are charismatic enough. Yeah. To just let them go. We don't need to pretend that they were actually told to spend a few hours cutting peat. But that was then left. That then leaves what to my great is, okay. which is. Graham's reactions to Sam whenever he does like something stupid or like says Well, I'm not going to be kissing anybody today. Right. <laughs> he looks at him like, you're only hanging out with me. Are you, like, are you serious? Are you saying you would be kissing me? Is there someone else coming along? Or like they're a genuinely, about? I think it was a genuinely funny moment when Sam's trying to pour the coriander into the thing. It's going all over Graham. Graham's like, what are you doing? The wind picked it up. Yeah, Sam is like flourishingly, he's like, oh, I just mortared and pestled the crap out of this. I love it. It's so good. And he gently is supposedly putting it in and he pretty much like color run covers Graham's beautiful sweater. Uh, and then, and again, born out of that very staged thing with the with like the moss and the peat and everything, Sam trying to get out of the trench, and he falls. And Graham goes, "Yeah, that was graceful." Mm-hmm. Like 
genuinely funny. <laughs> that was so good. Like priceless stuff where you I'm just, just so that glad is, they're mic'd. Yeah. That is the thing that I want to see. Or like when they took that thing, I just need to delve into it now because it was one of my favorite parts. When they're on the fishing ship mm-hmm. and there was what was that thing they caught? That Sam was like, this is the grossest thing right. I've ever seen. I feel like I need to go watch all of the Octonauts episodes. All of you who have young kids, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And find out what this like oval-shaped pink thing was that Sam and Graham were just like, we don't know what this is, but it's so ugly. Yep. And they just like hucked it. The other, <laughs> the like baby lobster, Graham like tenderly put back into the ocean yeah. they were like whatever this thing is it's probably endangered uh, throw it out <laughs> so so that is that uh, Marvin and yes. uh, but you just love Graham's reaction I do I think Graham in, in the book is also again yes. we, if you've been listening to the latest podcasts that we've been doing Mary and I have been reading Clanlands as a it matter of fact it was a closed anemone says uh, your senior photographer on Instagram Diana Gabaldon said it was a closed anemone sure whatevs I've never even heard of neither those. have I the only anemone I know is the one that Nemo lives in <laughs> <laughs> I've seen other anemones but I didn't know what that was so and, and as a matter of fact here's our clan lands right here if you're watching us live here's the book uh, right there and Mary and I are reading this book and if you're following along with the podcast we're going chapter by chapter uh, we're just short of two thirds of the way done we had a goal to be done by the time the show yes. uh, started we have been very open that sadly we had a miscarriage in the like beginning of starting this book so um, I'm feeling better we're recovered but it has delayed us obviously in the podcasting or reading of Clanlands but we're gonna get there when we get there yep. and it'll all be good as I said we're just gonna have lots of Sam and Graham yep. going on in the Larson household so in, in the podcast what we have done is we have recognized the fact that I'm definitely team Graham like it's just there's I love Graham. He is my he is definitely what I've realized my spirit animal. And I've also said that Graham and Sam remind me of the characters Frog and Toad. Yes, <laughs> and, and they certainly are. And believe it or not, we actually watched this show with our daughter. Yes, did we watch it with our son? Our too? son too, as well. And we told our daughter like because they were kind of trying to figure things out, and they've seen bits of Outlander, not episodes obviously it's too gruesome and there's sex or whatever but they've seen like little clips here or there from yeah. our podcasts and they were very confused they were like wait a second oh because in the show they're also showing clips of Outlander so they're very confused like how is that the same guy why is his hair longer how is he able to be in both places and we had to explain like those are actors mm-hmm. And do you remember your characters, Frog and Toad? Pretty much that's who these two gentlemen are. So if you okay. understand that there's like an older curmudgeon one, and then a very younger, <laughs> taller, happier, let's just go do everything one, there you go. It's Sam and Graham. Right. So one of the things that I appreciated about the show, and now that I'm appreciating it about the book, is that they are definitely two different entities so far. I mean, the book does not start with any of this. Um, yeah. This... You know, none of this food and going to the to Tom Kitchen's kitchen, you know, or uh, going to uh, Islay and uh, Lafroig and all. all we haven't of, even gotten to that yet, and we've yeah, read half of the book. More than half yes. of the book. So it's, uh, you can see how the book was, you know, created for itself to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. And then the show was then, um, it, it was then produced to be a wholly different thing. So it's funny to watch the show and they'd be like, okay, we're starting it off. We're ready to go. Here it is. And they're, and they're saying, okay, we're going to go eat some food now. And when you read the book, you know, that's, 
totally not what happens in the book. And I feel like the book Clanlands, if you have not gotten a chance to read it yet or listen to it, uh, it's, I don't know if it's more true to what actually happened. It feels that way to me that it's more true to what actually happened. I don't even know what happens, man, because it's the magic of TV. Right, and so what I'm what I'm getting at is, like, in the book, they talk about how they took a number of different shots to do this and to do yeah. that, and they're going to cut it all up and put it in different places and this and that. And I feel like the book is probably more true to form. Yeah, because this makes it seem like it was one whole day. They woke up, ate the delicious scallop dish, then went out fishing, right. then decided to go ride bikes and try some whiskey. Right. And in the book... It doesn't happen. Like they, yeah. they, they visit a couple of places. And I, so let me ask you that, Mary. You know, I contend that actually I kind of like the half hour time. Oh my gosh, me too. Um, because I don't think, I don't think an hour. I mean, I would gladly. I mean, I would watch, take an hour. Yeah, we yeah. would. I would take an hour. But it was satisfying. It kind of reminded me of how I feel after dessert where I'm not full, but yeah. I savor it. Right. And then I just rewatched it anyway. So it was an hour in my heart. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I like the half hour. I feel like it moves quickly. I feel like we're moving from thing to thing. But there's also a drawback to that in that we're moving from so many different things. You know, before they have the scallops, they're, they're already on the way and they're moving on to eat some more stuff no, to go fishing and then they're going to eat some more stuff after and they that. Cook the, they cook the lobsters and they cook a fish and they do right. the coriander thing. Right. And yeah, they're riding bikes and then they're barleying it up and, and then it's cutting then it's peat. Right. I mean, you're right. Like they, if you think about all of the different places and all the different things they did just in this episode alone, we know it wasn't in one day, but that's the magic of television. Yes. And truthfully, like the, you know, they were given what they were given. They were probably told you can have this many episodes. You've got a half hour spot for you. Yeah. And who knows? Who knows what will come from this? Maybe they'll say, oh, we have the the DVDs with the extended cuts. Sure. Another thing I think that probably happens here, too, is that they spend a lot of time in the episode introducing themselves. Yeah. And probably rightfully so. I mean, they, again, we in the book, in our, in our analysis of the book, we have talked about they know who their audience yes. is. You know, you know. Some some John, you know, down the road isn't going to just watch Men in Kilts because, hey, look, it's these two dudes going into Scotland. No, they know it's all the Outlander nerds coming together to watch Men in Kilts. But they, just in case, they still have to connect the two. And I wonder if that was part of the deal, being like, we're going to cross brand here and you have to put Outlander in. Well, maybe. You know, for stars yeah. to say, yeah, we'll 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 distribute this. But you got a cross brand. I would totally agree with it. Now, Veronica chimes in on Facebook saying the way that she understood it, this was their pilot and it was made after the first weekend adventures. They went to different places every weekend and this one was the very first time. Oh, okay. So, and this is kind of like what they presented, you know, as their pilot. Got so, it, this would totally it. make sense and it's exciting to see if things stay the same, if they differ at all. Um, so, let's kind of like just go bit by bit. We start things off by going to the kitchen, which yes. I loved how Graham and Sam were like, if that's your last name, Kitchen, it has to be. Right. <laughs> like, it, you just literally have to cook. Right. You can't do other things. You, you can't be, be an accountant. Tom Accountant. Yes. You know, like Tom Plummer. <laughs> um, and I loved how, like you said before, the animation that happened in this episode was cute. It went very well along with just like the friendly nature of the banter. It wasn't right. a lot of extra B roll, B roll meaning just like extra shots without Sam and Graham in it. Right. Um, you know, I liked that because we could have seen obviously more fisherman shots and the different kinds of things that they had. But 
I liked it. I liked just the little arts and then how the art would sometimes become the scene that we were actually envisioning. Absolutely. It was just very, it was cute and um, friendly. It was very well put together. Yes. Uh, it was, again, it was edited well, especially with the thing with Sam and how he was, how he imbibes a lot. And it just keeps referencing back to Jamie taking all the booze in and everything. <laughs> like, that like, was amazing. That was good. It was good. It was. And it was, and it wasn't just for the sake of doing it. It helped, um, it helped like, inform what the um what the what the show was trying to say about the characters itself which i thought was great and uh so it was well placed and well edited um so from there we go to you know the kitchen and they're eating all the food uh, actually i kind of kept thinking about mary uh uh, Natasha's Kitchen. Mary and Ooh, I. Yes. Mary and I watch this YouTube channel, Natasha's Kitchen, and for all the amazing, great, fun, beautiful recipes that she puts on, and our kids love it. And she is she is great. She's charismatic, she and is. she knows how to put on a good show. Anyway, um, at the end of each uh, recipe, she puts on this thing of like the taste test, and I feel like we had the taste test for. Mm. Every single little thing. I was just waiting for them to be like, oh, God, that's gross. That's horrible. No, no. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I truly enjoyed it. You know, it's funny because, you know, naturally you think of Scotland being an island, yep. having all this fish. Um, but I do think a lot of people just assume, you know, Scotland has a lot of haggis. Yeah. And, you know, you eat the potatoes and everything. It was really neat to watch. So Blake and I live in Rhode Island and the nickname for Rhode Island is the Ocean State. Yes. We have loads of seafood in Rhode Island. Um, we don't have prawns. Yep. You know, but just being there and seeing all the different types of seafood and having the lobster and seeing the fishermen, it felt a lot like home. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that people who are in more landlocked areas or don't necessarily get to have seafood and shellfish be such a big part of their uh, horticultural, mm -hmm. you know, of of um, their exports and everything. It must be different, but it makes me even more excited to go to Scotland because when you have those things that feel familiar and yet are a little different, you know, a different take on lobster, for example, like how they were cooking it. Like I wanted to eat the lobster the guy made on those coals on that coal fire. Yeah. Right. He said, oh, it's so simple, and they're just mixing this stuff. I'm like, give me the recipe. Is there is there a meninkilts.com where I can get this recipe? Because we can get lobsters just down the road. Right, exactly. I can sure. do this. I'll no, I, I saw that they did put out uh, like a, a cooking recipe or something that yes. you can follow along with to, to get through all the things. But uh, yes. before we continue, we just want to talk about our amazing sponsor for today's episode, scotlandshop.com. So if you're watching us live right now, you'll see Mary and I wearing some beautiful tartan stuff. I mean, excellent. I'm wearing I got my Mackenzie plaid hat on. Mary is wearing her weathered oh, Fraser, Fraser Tartan yes. blanket. blanket just as this beautiful shawl shawl. I mean, and it is awesome. And we got them all from Scotlandshop.com where you can go and check out all these amazing tartans that they have and plaids that they have that just represent the Scottish culture. Go and find out about yourself and your family's history. They'll even go there and talk to you about all this I stuff. I mean, they won't go to your house, well, no, no, but, but you can you, do it. You can call them <laughs> yes. and say, hey, I want to learn more about yes. this stuff. And they will literally just take time out of their day to talk to you about your family history and everything that 
goes on with your with your family name and they'll give you all the history they have personal appointments you can email them call them on the phone it's amazing and they are experts in the field of tartans and textiles and they take the virtual appointments now because obviously you know it's the covid times and everything the pandemic that shall not be named i know i know so everybody has all different various kinds of tartans we learned in the latest chapter of clan lands that there were just tartans that for for families that were totally mixed up until just recently it became an actual thing and scotland shop is there to help you get it done and and listen it's snowing in texas okay get yourself a tartan even if you're in texas you need it everybody needs it right now and save 15 percent by going to scotlandshop.com and using the coupon code OUTLANDACAST, you'll save 15%. You can't you can't beat that with a stick. You sure can't. Cannot. So, Mary, I will say this. I think the show Men in Kilts will survive on the banter and the charisma shared between Sam and Graham. I I say that because what they're doing isn't, you know, like this big, huge, different idea. Uh, this has been done before. Putting two or three or four actors mm-hmm. in in a um, in in a van or a car and put them on a road trip and see where you go. I mean, Stanley Tucci's doing one uh, on CNN. I want to watch that one too. I want to watch that too. But my favorite one Once and again about eating, but in Italy. <laughs> but my favorite one that has been done so far, uh, it of this ilk, is uh, the trip. Uh, the trip with Rob Bryden and Steve Coogan, uh, and it is—it it was like the progenitor of this style show, where it's these two best friends that just go and they go to all throughout. The first one was all throughout Scotland and England and Ireland. They just go to all different restaurants and pubs, and they just rank on each other and they have fun. And they made a whole film about it. It was two hours long. And then they kept making sequential films because everybody loved it. <laughs> so go and check out. Um, the trip. Okay. It's amazing. And they're two, two best friends just ranking on each other. And this is of that ilk, right? This um, men in kilts is of that yes. style. And because I don't, I don't think that it's the most unique idea. I do think that, uh, it will survive on Sam and Graham's chemistry. What do you say? 100% about their chemistry, their bromance, the way that they banter with one another. And I got to say, there wasn't as much as I thought there was going to be of the back and forth banter in this television episode as I thought. Because in the book, I mean, it is constant. You know yes. what I mean? What's the ginger? Oh, Sir Ginger or the Nuts? Yeah, can't wait. And like Sam keeps calling, I'm sorry, Graham keeps calling Sam a ginger or whatever. Like the, yes. the latest one was uh, the, the Duracell Ginger Bunny. Yes. You know, like that's what Sam is. So I'm excited to see more of that happen. And if not, I'm really happy that I've read Clanlands. So this is just like a little little plug. If you haven't read Clanlands and you wanted to, we obviously are covering it here on the podcast. So you can enjoy that along with it. It is an easy, quick read. I would um, say even that if you don't read it, we go over it yes. pretty in depth. So if you don't read it, you don't have a copy in your hands. Um, you can listen to our podcast and you'll get a, a pretty good feel yes. for what the book is. I but, I, but I will say, if you're going to delve into Clan Lands, my suggestion, get the audio book. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the the physical book is great because I'm a nerd and I love to have physical things. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but the banter between the two plays a lot better in the audio book than mm. it does in the actual book. Agreed. You see what I'm saying? No, I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you hear their voices, you hear their cadences. I completely agree. And that's yeah. why I'm pumped that the show is here. It exceeded my expectations. I mean, I, I know I already love Scotland, yes. and I already know that I love these two uh, these two actors, these two people. Um, but it's just, it's a real delight. And I think it's just what so many of our souls needed right now. I totally agree. I totally agree. It, it was, and especially since we don't know when Outlander's coming back, which it is filming right Season now. They six just started. Is yeah. filming. Yeah, just started. So we know we know it's coming back. So I mean, look, they started in January, right? Uh, I think the 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 little action clip thing said January six was the first shoot date for for Outlander. It's the twelfth day of Christmas. So you're gonna say you're gonna say you got at least eight to nine months of just shooting, and then you got another couple of months of post production we will earliest see Outlander season six, I would say January or February, 2022. <gasps> Imagine if we get it Valentine's day weekend, then that would be a Valentine's day treat. Yes, that would be a Valentine's day treat. I'll It'd take very, that. very long, but <laughs> I would what? at least say like, this is something good for Valentine's day weekend to yes, look forward to. Totally. Agree. Even though it will be on a Monday. Um, I have to, I just have to call out Sam on his nerd cred a little bit. Um, but like his nerd cred that you're proud of him. I'm very proud of him for calling it out. <laughs> you know, he's on the boat and he's like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just, I'm going to pretend. Uh, the, the boat's captain name was Kirk, his first name. And, you know. For those of you who don't know, Blake is a huge Trekkie. So I'm just going to play it for myself right now. Oh, sorry. Hold on. That's not loud enough. I had to play it louder. Nerd! Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm a massive Star Trek fan, and that is the reason why I started Outlander, because of Ron D. Moore, who was the showrunner for Outlander for the first two and a half seasons, let's say. Um, and Battlestar Galactica, of course, but I, I'm a huge Star Trek nerd. Sam says, make it so. That is not something that Captain Kirk says. Okay. That's something that's said by Captain Picard. And I just want to throw that out there because this this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Okay. So for those of us who like aren't your level, you're basically saying that for the equivalent, he quoted a line that Colin McKenzie would have said while saying it to a guy named Dougal. Kinda. But like yeah, it's just, I don't know. I Am I relating it well? You're saying that he quoted a line from a different character to a guy who's probably been told all of his life, oh, you're Captain Kirk. Yes, especially because he's a captain of the boat. And then he boat. got it wrong. Okay. And he got it wrong. Okay. And listen. Bless his heart. He's trying. He's definitely trying. And that's what I want to say a little bit. He's like, oh, I'm a huge Trekkie. Uh, no, you can't, you can't fandom shame people, okay? I'm not shaming. That is fan, That right there is fandom shaming. No, I'm not shaming. I'm just calling into question the, the, level. the veracity here, the level of Star Trek nerddom. Listen. No, I, I, I think you need to drop it. I think we understand where you're standing on this. Okay, Can we get so back to Sam just, and Graham? It is, it is what it is. I think that's a... The time that they hung out, doing all that fishing and like just kind of sorting things, neither of them got their hands really dirty. I mean, I've watched many an episode of Deadliest Catched. (laughs) Yes, you have. Deadliest Catch is the best. Deadliest Catch, man. 
when it's raining on Fourth of July weekend, that's yeah. all I want. <laughs> I just want to watch these guys catch crabs, be and, scary. And ladies and gents, that is a true story. Mm-hmm. One year we were we were with friends, and we it was Fourth of July, and it was raining like cats and dogs. And all we did was stay in and watch a deadliest catch marathon yep. the entire time. <laughs> it makes you appreciate your Alaskan king crab even more. Um, and it was glorious. It was. It was. <laughs> so, you know, it was just cute, though. It was cute to see them go out there. And then, of course, they got to go and have that beautiful cooking session, which reminded me of the clam bakes here. So have you done a clam, a traditional New England clam bake where you cook out on the beach yes. like with seaweed and yes. you do all that kind of stuff? Yes. Awesome. So once again, another thing that felt like home, and I'm, I'm interested to know with, with listeners who are either turning in live, if you're listening to this later, like if that kind of felt the same for you, if you have, like we catch quahogs and clams and you know lobsters and stuff then you do you you cook them with the seaweed and you do this whole thing it's really rather cool um but just to see how the chef did it and how cute and queasy graham was about the killing of the lobster because we don't we don't like early kill lobster (laughs) we're like put them in the boiling pot lobster people yeah we just put them right in boom i don't like Cut it in half, no, and that no. was really funny. We're like, "Hey, look at that over there! Is yes. that a seagull? Yeah. What is? Look at that seabird over there!" And you just see the guy like hacking at it. Um, but man, it just looked delicious, and they really do love to eat. Yes, or at least they play it off like they really love to eat. No, they love to eat. I just don't know if Sam eats a lot of food. Well, we know that Graham loves to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Graham loves to eat. Oh, we know he that needs thanks to his book oh, constantly. <laughs> constantly <yes. laughs> and then of course we end up uh, at the whiskey distillery where we get to learn so much more about whiskey thanks to some of those cute little graphics. Yes, absolutely. And uh, not only that, it just it just felt um felt cool being there. And just looking at the process and having the things throw up the barley and, and like spread it and move it and cut it or whatever. Uh, and drinking 25-year-old Laphroaig. Oh, my God. So cool. Oh, man. Like I – and it, it, the, there was the moment where they're all drinking it and like I kind of wanted to just – Be there? I wanted to be there, but I also wanted to give Sam a little bit of a brain duster. Why? A little bit. Little Why? bit when they're all drinking it and it's just silent. Yeah, and Sam has to break the silence. Well, what did he say that bothered you? He says, "Oh, the silence." Oh, well, yeah, no. That's exactly what I do. I know. And so, rather than be like, "Oh, Sam," remember that Sam and Sam I are Tauruses. Yeah, I'm literally, <laughs> and I'm Graham. Yeah. So when you're watching this show or you're reading the book, just picture Mary and I. This is like what we're like when we go on vacationing. Yes. It's exactly it. I'm making you try things you don't like. I, every, anytime, making you go on experiences. Anytime I see something like this where it's just silence, I think of the movie Crimson Tide where um, Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington are on the submarine. And they're watching the sunset. And it's just this beautiful moment. of the. They're right before they're about to go underneath the water and it's just silent for like, like a minute or two. And Gene Hackman says, uh, "Bravo, bravo! You didn't, you didn't ruin the silence." Oh, okay. To, to Denzel yes, Washington, I appreciate. So whenever something like that happens, I'm always very sensitive to that now because of the movie Crimson Tide. And sadly, you're married to me. I know. Who and just silence is constantly awkward. has to talk. You know what I thought was so cool? What's just that? the immense peat bogs that they have. Yeah, peat bogs. We got cranberry bogs. 
That's, we've just got like bogs for oh, yeah, no bogs point. Bogs for days, guy. But a peat bog. And that, that thing with the horn that's like molded to the guy's hand. Right. Maybe think of mouth guards, you know, when you played sports in high yeah. school and you had to like mold your mouth guard to your teeth with some boiling water. And these guys are just being guys. Like, oh, I've got your horn. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of du- guys being dudes. And then yep. all of a sudden it's basically. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, that's that's all it really is. And just guys being dudes. It's, oh, my goodness that is gracious. what my new favorite saying on this planet. That will be a new Outlander cast shirt. Guys being dudes. And they'll just have a picture of Sam and Graham. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Guys being dudes. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So overall, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I mean, as I said, I gave it a 4.95. It's pretty much a 5. I have rewatched it a couple of times. I'm loving it while we're also reading and listening to the audiobook of Clanlands. And I can't make that recommendation enough. Mm-hmm. Of course, we are covering this in this Outlander cast podcast, uh, the book. And we're all just daydreaming of going to Scotland together. And I'm putting it out into the universe. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We will have an Outlander cast tour. I, what I want to in do. In Scotland what one I, day. Here's my, my big goal. Big. Like, like calm down. Like Julia Roberts. Huge. Huge. Okay. Huge. I got the bags in my hand. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, big goal. Almost like calm down goal. Okay. I want to do the series finale podcast in Scotland. Okay. That's what I want to do. Okay. I want to do the series finale, Outlander. You know, if it's season six, so be it. If it's season seven, so whatever. I don't care. But I want the series finale live podcast and viewing with all the Outlander nerds, all of us together in Scotland somewhere. Okay. I'm down. It's going to be hard, man. I mean, I'm not in charge of planning events. That's all I do. I just show up. That's me. I'm the one. Me, Me and Bobby. And Anne, go over there. We're the part of the uh, party planning committee. We're going to be freaking out. We can barely put one together in Newport, Rhode Island. It's my state. You're not going to go across the world, across the Atlantic. But at least, at least we've got the clothes for it. It'll be good. Scotland Shop has got us covered. Scotland Shop will take care of us. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> By the way, go to scotlandshop.com. Use the OutlanderCast coupon code to get 15% off any of your purchases. All right. So. I'm I'm ready to wrap this episode up. I actually just want to go watch it again. Any uh, final thoughts on this episode uh, for you, I'm Mary? Happy. A, my final thought is that I'm happy that these recipes are online as I want to make that lobster. Yes, I'm I'm in on that. I can't do that delicious baked scallop thing. Will you? Maybe you can do that it. That baked scallop thing was hog. so cool. It won't be as pretty. No, it'll, it'll like... be like the Rhode Island version yeah. of it. The scallop <laughs> with its pretty edges and the little baked thing, and then the quahog's just like man. And there's like this Tommy and Sully. <laughs> hey, here's your quahog. You want me? You want me to fry it for you? Oh, goodness! Yeah, why don't you get some? Uh, some cool hogs are delicious. Uh, they are. They are. But it's just you know, just two Rhode Islanders just picking them up with their hands, moving them with their feet. Goodness me! Yeah, why don't you throw it into the pot next to my ciggies and beer? <laughs> goodness. goodness. Um, I would say for my final thought on this episode, I quite enjoyed it. Um, it was very staged uh, for a lot of it. The um, whole show is staged. My no, darling. I know, no, I know. But like, even some of the interactions between Sam and Grammar just feels it's scripted almost. And what I want from them is just them to be them. You just I want, want them Graham to be guys being dudes, saying graceful. Yeah, that's, that's graceful. Like tips into the peat bog <laughs> right. somewhere. Okay. Like I love the fact that Sam fell 
and then it just rips, <laughs> rips on him. A totally organic thing. That's what I want from this show. Agreed. Um, and you want the coriander all over. Yeah, Graham's I want the coriander sweater. Yeah, everywhere. Like all of that. That look that Graham gives Sam when that happens, and after Sam says, "I'm not kissing anybody today." Just go back. Go back and rewind to that, that moment. That may be my favorite that face was, of Graham's. That as might well. be my favorite moment of. I didn't know that what he show. was thinking. Was he thinking like, "You're not kissing me"? Yeah, like. Or shoot, I'm stuck in a camper van with you. Well, like I just. Or, what, what are you saying that for? Like, like, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> We're making a TV show See, here. He's just a person who says things. Okay. Right. <laughs> just says things. He has no concept of anything that I love it should be happening, which is which is great. Which is just so endearing. I feel like you know because in the trip, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon they play exaggerated, heightened versions of themselves. Yes. Um. I feel like Sam and Graham, for the most part, except for the scripted parts, are just being themselves. Like that's I would just agree. them. It feels very natural. Yeah, I would agree. So, <sighs> yes. all right. So yeah, I uh, I I liked it. I I think let's um, let's see what else the the rest of the season brings. Yes, please. In, ter- uh, in terms of, and can there be a season two? I hope so. I hope so. Now, too. now that the show doesn't have to introduce the, the Sam and Graham and the whole thing. What are they going to be doing? Like, how are they going to continue the momentum? Going all forward? the things we saw in the trailer yeah. and all the things we've read about in Clan Land. So, I'm yep. so excited. Yep. All right. Ready up. to close this bad boy out? Sure am. Let's do that, shall we? you all that if you're on social media so are we um you can obviously find us by searching outlander cast but if you like blake and i you can actually search mary and blake we have a slew of other podcasts uh we're covering the show this is us on nbc currently we did just wrap up bridgerton so if you've been binging bridgerton as have pretty much everybody on this planet we've covered that as well as well as a slew of other podcasts uh we're doing a harry potter reread and we're doing that through the potterverse you can find every Everything at maryandblake.com. Oh, and The Last Kingdom we will be doing after season five of This Is Us wraps. So I'm very excited about that. Make sure you follow Mary and Blake on all of the social media just to catch up on that. And of course, join the nerdclan.com. If you go there, you will become a member and get all the great benefits and fun stuff that we have going over there whether it's Blake's book club where I'm covering Voyager at this moment or now Mary's book club covering The Duke and I which is the first book of the Bridgerton series you have the After Dark podcasts I mean you got Keep Con and Crown On and there's a ton this is an independent company this is an independent little podcast that Mary and I this company that we have created and it's not a corporate-based system. It's not part of the corporate monster. It's Mary and I doing the best that we can to give you... It's a mom-and-pop podcast. A fun, <laughs> engaging community and podcast. So if you go to jointhenerdclan.com and support us there, that will help keep this independent company running. So Agreed. please... Please do so if you get a chance to do that. Another thing you can do is you can screenshot your app or your podcast, put it in your stories, and tag us, Mary and Blake Media, if you're on Instagram, um, and we will reshare that content, give you a little bit of a shout out. It also helps your friends learn about our podcast. Hey, Lumos is here now, finally taking her spot. I love it. Well, until next time, lads and lasses, I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And you've been listening to Outlander Cast. 